We don't have time for this. We'd like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land where we make this podcast, the Garigal and the Gyramangal people. We pay our respects to all First Nations elders, past, present and emerging. I don't want to go and stand in a cold football field for an hour tonight. Mm, school age sport. Oh, something I'm not looking forward to. Dude, the actual games are fun. The weekend, it's good. You're like, you've got something at the start of the day. I'm, I famously said I'm a sport mum now. I enjoy it. It gets you out of the house, right? Yeah. My beautiful nerd of a daughter, like she's so committed. <laughs> This, this sounds like a humble brag, but actually I'm so annoyed. She's like, Mom, we can't miss training. We'll let the team down. We have to work out our plays for the weekend. Girlfriend's got team spirit. I think that's beautiful, Red. You should be proud. Spirit. Yeah, but like, you know what that means? Me and Teddy have to go stand in a soggy, wet field for an hour. And now it's daylight savings is over. It's dark. I don't feel sorry for you. What do you mean? Yeah. Why? Feel sorry for me. No, I was got ambition and I'm proud of her and I'm here for it. And you just need Auntie to Jim. nurture her enthusiasm. Is she good at soccer? Yeah, she's good. She's or called the football. star dribbler. Oh, the star dribbler. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> Should we get into the episode? Definitely. We have a thousand things to do. But we'd rather chat to you With emails and meetings and husbands and kids We don't have time for this Just what you need to basic bitches with a podcast Hello and welcome to We Don't Have Time For This I'm your host Gemma Pranita aka Gemma Peanut on the gram Along with my co-host Hey Reeves Happy Tuesday Happy Tuesday Guys if we sound manic, cooked, bit loose yeah. over it, we've been shooting since Sparrows. We have some exciting stuff. I am so excited to share this with the DLs. I know, me too. But do you feel like we're always jumping on here just like teasing shit out? We're like, guys, something's coming. It's so exciting. We can't wait to tell you. And they're like, shut up. They're like, cool, let us know when it's there. Yeah, you know, enough, shut up and show us. Yeah, enough with the teasing. Just fuck us already. <laughs> anyway, we're just a bit loose. We've been up since crack of dawn, literally. Wait, wait, wait Rebsy, can what? we just, what? can we do a little bit of teasing? Can go, we tell go the, on, can go we, on. Can we tell the DLs what we were filming? Yeah, go on. DLs, our live shows are 85% locked in. <laughs> okay. It's about to drop. Okay. And tickets are going to be on sale soon. And Rebs and I, because we don't do anything in halves, we've shot a little trailer it's a little ad you know is it like a yeah it's like a sizzle you gotta do it you gotta have the marketing collateral everyone anyone who's got a business yes you just gotta have the stuff anyway we've done it because we want to give you a flavor we want you to know what you're signing up for when you come out and hang with us so uh literally had to be up at 5 45 yep hair and and makeup i was like oh i'm gonna have to creep around the house before the kids wake up no five o'clock actually four 50. Brutal. Teddy rises. I'm like, mate, this is nighttime. It's Back not okay. to bed. Can I tell you what I don't have time for? What don't you have time for? Let's get straight into but it, seriously, I don't have time for this. What, Saturday sport? That too, but also <laughs> my kids need a later bedtime. Like they're getting on. They're getting on. <laughs> <laughs> they're in a state of decay. <laughs> don't you dare talk about my children I that know, way. It does not feel right and I apologise. No, they are not in the state. They're still growing. I know. They're not in the state They haven't decay. even slightly peaked. Yeah. So or ripened, you know. <laughs> so they have been on a seven o'clock bedtime 
since they were born. Like since they were born. But do they actually go to bed at they seven? They do. Oh. They're so well trained that they still will fall asleep at seven. But it's become apparent to me over the last year that they're waking too early. So they're obviously getting enough sleep. They need a later bedtime. Like it's, mm. you know, they're eight and six. We can push it out a bit. Yeah. Probably it needs to be like 8.30. They have become low sleep needs people. Well, no, it's probably the same. I just don't want them to wake at five. They could wake at seven, you know? Yeah. But does it work like that? I feel like it's always a myth when people go, so mm. if you dial back the bedtime by an hour, it instantly means that you gain an hour well, in the morning. It just never works out that here's way. Here's what I think. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be instant. I think it's going to take a month or two. But I think slowly, if I just keep consistently making it 8.30, that their sleep-in time is going to lengthen. But does the thought of losing an hour in the evenings to more of your kids being up? Because I treasure Mm. that time Mm. when they're in bed and they're upstairs Mm -hmm. and the house is quiet you know sometimes hubs is away he's in brisbane or melbourne and i've just got it's just me and the tv Mm. and the couch and a blanket cup of tea to myself i cherish that time do you have a current couch snack that you dream about all day dream about or partake in indulging in because i do yes what is it fruit roll-ups what (laughs) What, you weren't expecting that? Uh, do you know what I was about to say? What? You are a perpetual disappointment. And then I caught myself and said, Revs, that's, that's, that's just mean. <laughs> and actually, I love this about you, you quirky bitch. <laughs> what do you mean? So when you put the kids back, the house is quiet and you have your me time and you cuddle off on the couch and you put on Survivor and you wrap up yourself up in your blanket, you... Crinkle, 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 get out a fruit roll up. Yeah, I love We're it. talking the lunchbox snack, yeah? Yep. yep. So we started buying fruit roll-ups for Raph for mm. her lunchbox mm. and I am a pantry thief. I guess it's just flattened out sugar. It is so fucking... Yeah, but it's got fruit in the title. Does it? So it, it doesn't make me feel so guilty. It's psychological. <laughs> I'm like, it's fruit. Real fruit. Flat out. That used to be the <laughs> yeah. strap line. Yeah, and they were healthier then. Were Do you remember they, they were like... They were they're just like, gelatin yeah, with sugar. No, Revs, back in the day when yeah. they were real fruit, flat out, mm. there was like a granular... There was. There was right? like a pulpy vibe. Yes, mm. to mm. it. And it, now? They, and they weren't that sweet. Now it's straight up gelatin. Now you gelatin. can just make like stained glass windows with yeah. them. They're so clear. <laughs> so true. So true. And they're not as thick as they used to be. Anyway, I'm going to throw this over to you now. Oh, yeah. What's your evening snack? Well, I need to – I need a dupe. I'm going to need everyone to help me out because I just like that lint dark chocolate intense orange. That's oh, my so – that is good. my jam at the moment. Two are you a uh, can have one square, put the rest back in the fridge kind of gal or are you a uh, must demolish the whole block? Well – famously must demolish the whole block but this is what I like about dark chocolate Mm. have two or three squares and I'm like mama's happy onto a cup of tea yeah but that's my jam right now and it's exy it's exy it's like I don't even know it's it is often on sale but we're talking like five six to seven sometimes eight dollars a block do you know what five six seven isn't that far off a Cadbury's block yeah, no, totally. And but it's like four slices of thin yeah, chocolate. Yeah, I know. Like it's eight. It's actually, not but sustainable. That's okay. Maths isn't your strong suit. It's it's not, what good. did I say? Four. I was like, it's not four squares. It's definitely at least eight, if not <laughs> ten. Anywho, that's what I like. But I need to remix it because it's just it's too bougie. It's funny, like. I understand why you treasure your bedtime because little, little kids, like your kids are just obsessed with you at the moment. They're whingy, they're whiny. So like, you've got to get through the day and then you're like, bye. 
And really, it's the weekend when you actually enjoy them, right? Because mm-hmm. the weekdays are so crazy. Oh, it's a punish. But mine are a bit older. They will sit here on the couch and watch the project with me or like quietly draw or do a bit of reading. Like they're not annoying at night anymore. Yeah. So I, I, yes, I'm kind of like, oh, but I want to call my girlfriend or I want to put this show on that they can't watch or whatever. But I can wait till 8.30 to do that. Oh, so you're thinking 8.30 thinking is the new bedtime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hey, if that buys you till 7 a.m. Yeah, worth it. I think that's worth it. Even if it's just 6.30, Because you know what? 4.45 no. is offensive. But it's it's telling me something, isn't it? it it's is. telling me he's getting enough sleep yeah. and that he needs to go to bed much later. And it's been consistently like 4.45 Yeah, it's been like in the fives for a while. You can't like get him back to sleep. No. Oh, yeah. Once okay. he's up, he's up. That's rough. So this is so funny, though, because I know exactly where you're talking about with a five and a three-year-old. Like, I remember that time and just being like, every minute of this day is me crawling to bedtime, you yeah. know, and then needing to sort of stay up to like 11 because it's your time and you don't get it in any other part of the day. But I caught up with our girlfriend Liv the other day and she has a newborn. Oh, gosh. And yeah. a three-year-old. Yeah. And, you know, juggle. and bedtime is like you dread it because the routine is so hard when you've got a fresh baby and a little kid. And it was, we were talking about it and it, it just took me back so vividly because she said something that I have said before. And it's one of those things that when you're in it is so, so real. And it just reminded me of the feeling. She goes, I just feel like I am missing out on Indy's life. Indy is her toddler. It's her three-year-old. Her three-year-old. And I remember that feeling of like, I'm missing it. I've lost that that relationship that my three-year-old, I'll never see her again. I'm all about this fucking baby. And all I do is I'm trapped under this baby. I've got to feed this baby. I've got this baby down. I've got to settle this baby and feel like you're completely missing the kid. And I wrote it down because I was like, that is such a real fear when you're in it. And I just want to say... Oh, you get them back. Don't you yeah. freaking worry. Like that eldest child is going to demand their attention back. Like I still give so much more of my mum self to my eldest than I do to my baby. I remember that time though. Like it's very, very real. But I, I think the challenging thing about that season of life, and it's so specific yeah. to that period. Brand new baby. Is that you get so little back from the baby. And by the time you're onto your second or your third kid, you still always feel like you know your firstborn Mm -hmm. better. As in, you know their personalities, their likes, their dislikes, because they're a three-year-old in this instance. They're a person. They're a person. And then you look at this newborn and it's like, who dis? Mm. <laughs> you know, That's, who's this person who's come into my life? And newborns to some people, especially if you have perfectionist traits, mm. which our girlfriend Liv does, they can feel like a ball and chain. Yeah. Like to be that needed yeah. can be suffocating yeah. for some people. I remember feeling that when I transitioned into motherhood, I was like, oh my God, this is suffocating me. Yeah, yeah. It's too much to be this needed and to have that level of dependency. But also the lack of control. Like you can't be like, cool, I'll put him down at three for his nap because he might be shitting it that day. You know, like newborns are so unpredictable. And then you go through the four month sleep regression and all that jazz. I don't know. Do you you reckon you can pinpoint a time when you start to feel like you've got two kids instead of a baby and a toddler? Well, for me, it happened quite quickly because my two are 20 months apart. I had two under two. So I moved through all the stages quicker. Mm. Like referring back to our girlfriend Liv, like she's got a three-year-old and a newborn. Like that's a three-year gap. Yeah. I had two 
under two. Yeah. So, so you still had tandem naps and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that was – I had double nappies. Yeah. So it's, it's a different vibe. What yeah. about you? I think – when Teddy was six months, he was well and truly sleep trained and in a bit of a routine. Mm. But that I think it was around six months where it clicked, where I was like, cool. So he has a 9.30 nap. So they become predictable. And then he has a yeah. one o'clock nap or whatever. Well, I can't fucking remember the schedule. Yeah. But I remember it was predictable in that I could go, cool. Well, we'll just do this all this breakfast and blah, blah, blah. Then we'll get home for Teddy's first nap. I can play with Isla. And it felt more equal yeah like I knew what Teddy would do so I could get back to Isla yeah and he'd lost the like absolutely shit the bed and freak out thing but I mean if I'd had the Isla experience as my second kid I don't know because she was so unpredictable wouldn't sleep wouldn't sleep train wouldn't do any of the things Mm. it would have been like really challenging I would have missed my first kid because it would have been like sorry it's got to deal with this psycho (laughs) yeah (laughs) Bloody hard. On the topic of three-year-olds, mm. do you know what I don't have time for? Oh, what don't you have time for? The duplicitous nature oh. of my three-year-old. <laughs> talk about Iggy? Yeah. For context. So, you know, we have our beautiful au pair. Mm-hmm. And this is a bit of a sidebar, but the sweetest thing Rafa said to her the other day, but your family to oh. her, which is so what inclusive. A and, happy ending. <laughs> yeah, inclusive and beautiful and lovely. And I was like, oh my God, she really sees her as family. Like, honestly, she feels a part of the family yeah. now. Like, she's been with us for five months oh, now. Wow. And she's like part of the furniture. Yeah, it's, great. Lo- it's lovely. It's very comfortable, what very a relief. easy. Such a relief. And a beautiful au pair, she has a lot of free hours because she doesn't work a huge amount of hours Mm -hmm. for us. And I've been saying to her for a while, you know, if you want to get another job, like you're more than welcome to. Anyway, it turns out she's got this big trip to Bali planned in July and she wants to save up some more money. So because she has a diploma in childcare, Mm. because remember I went for, Mm -hmm. if you listen to the DNM episode, (laughs) I talk about all the different tiers of au pairs and I wanted a superstar au pair who comes with a degree. Top shelf. Top Top shelf. shelf. And so she was like, yeah, I'm kind of wasting my advanced diploma. So she got a job at Iggy's daycare. Oh, yeah, Yeah. As a relief educator, stand in. Wait, with Iggy? Well, this is what I don't have time for, right? So our au pair, Sammy, she's called the floater, where they can put her in whatever room she's needed in. Now, she did two days recently that coincided with Iggy's days, which Iggy <laughs> loved. He was like, oh my gosh, mummy, Sammy came to daycare and played with me. And I was like, what a treat. Like he probably thought she was visiting yeah, and just, like just, like, just hanging like Mother's out. Day just at like, daycare. Yeah, yeah, it was really, really <laughs> sweet. So she did two days with Iggy and she came home. Now you have to remember that the version that Sammy sees of my kids mm-hmm. is the version that I see. She actually gets the short straw like we do as parents. Yeah. You get them in the morning when they're grizzly, yeah. hungry, you're feeding them breakfast, you're trying to get them out the door, brush yeah. their teeth, dress, shoes on, like pack a bag. Like that's the part that Sammy does with me. And then bedtime, mm. witching out, which mm-hmm. is also the crappy side. Mm-hmm. So she knows the Iggy that I know that I share on the podcast. So Revs, how would you describe the Iggy that I describe? Um, he wants to be little. Yep. He really loves his automobiles, planes, trains and automobiles. He likes to dance. He comes into your bed <laughs> most nights. He loves a cuddle. He's like a, he's like a sooky little mummy's boy, yeah. which he should be. And we love that about him. Love that about yeah. him. 
Now, I've also also described Iggy as a little bit tentative. Mm -hmm. Cautious Clive. Cautious Clive is his nickname. He's sensitive. He's the shy one of my two. Now, Sammy comes home after hanging out with Iggy at daycare for two days. And she's like, hey, Jem, Iggy's a different kid at daycare. I was like, tell me more, Sammy. You know, I was like, this is amazing intel. And she goes, he's the big dog. Could you ever? He's the big dog. But that. What are the other dogs like? <laughs> the choice of what? He's the big dog. I was like, Iggy described as the big dog. Like, no. Yeah. And I was like, tell me more. And she's yeah. like, babe, because we call each other babe. She's like, babe, he rules the roost. He's a leader i was like here we go you're like iggy rooney are we talking about you and she's like no Gemma, 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 Gemma. i'm being serious he is a leader he controls everything he initiates gameplay he like he he's the leader so he's rafa well it just (laughs) i just can't handle how different he is because then he comes home and he's like mommy cuckle oh my god and the other thing sammy said was oh and Gem, you won't believe this he can feed himself and not, <laughs> and not only can he feed himself, he eats quite fast. And I was like, well, I'll be damned. Oh. Do you know, he will not pick up a spoon or a fork and feed his mummy feed okay, me. Okay, all right. Well, mummy feed okay, me. Okay, Before we keep shitting on Iggy on the <laughs> podcast. I love you, Iggy. I babe. need to call you out on this. Yeah. This is not Iggy being duplicitous. <laughs> As you put it, this is you. Look, I was being clickbaity, okay? okay. I'll say it. I was being clickbaity. <laughs> this is you babying your baby boy when he walks through the door. Look, I am an enabler you and he's are. leaning in. He's I leaning get, in. Yeah. He knows when he gets home that you're going to be like, Iggy Bear, cuggle. <laughs> and like slowly hand feed him his ravioli piece by piece yeah. at the pace you wish. Yeah. And of course, he's not going to hurry up because nothing to get back to because you're just like, Kiki, kiki, open your mouth. Yeah. Here comes, Here the, comes the airplane. <laughs> Time for a refuel. All right, so what are you going to do with this intel? Well, look, I'm not going to do anything with it, yeah. but I took comfort in uh-huh. it, if I'm honest, because, uh-huh. you know, you want to raise your kids to be independent. And I think with Iggy, I always worried. And the mm. other thing that I've learned is, you know how we say we shouldn't compare our children, mm-hmm. but the reality is... We do. It, <laughs> it's all you know. It's all you know. And what I often forget is that Rafa is the minority, not the majority. She is the exception to the rule Mm. in that she wanted to learn to do everything yesterday. She Mm -hmm. is fiercely independent. She wants, she's five going on 15. She picked up everything early. She hit all her milestones so quickly. So then when I have Iggy, I can't help but go, oh, is he a bit shy? Is he tentative? Is it because compared to Rafa, Rafa, my only experience of a child. And I think I have been unfair on him. He's the big dog. He's a fucking big dog. Okay. (laughs) Do you know how much comfort I take in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realize this projection as well. Mm. Like I've projected onto Iggy that he's this sensitive, sweet. Like I wonder if anyone from his daycare just happens to be a DL and they haven't shared it with me and they listen to me talk about Iggy and they're like, who are you talking about? This is not your peanut. She has the wrong idea about her kid. Yes. Yes. (laughs) He's the big dog. Yeah. But I'm relieved, Rebsy. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. so happy to know 
oh, Jen, your worries are wasted. Mm. Like he is okay. He can handle himself out in the world, Yeah, you know? And it's lovely. I say I don't have time for it. I actually have all the time for yeah. it. You know what, Iggy? I love your duplicitous no, nature. No, no. Okay, but I really want... <laughs> a weird anti-spiral <laughs> anti-clockwise spiral i want to know what you're gonna do with the info are you gonna keep him a baby at home i think so <laughs> no i think i will you're not gonna let him eat him like feed himself because the years are short oh shut no up. no i will get whimsy they are short i will get whimsy i will get whimsy okay whimsical <laughs> whimsical okay fine whatever whimsical he is my baby mm-hmm He's my baby boy Mm -hmm. and we do (laughs) – and I know we shouldn't treat boys and girls differently Mm -hmm. but the reality is – and I'm not saying this is okay but the generation that we were brought up in Mm -hmm. is very different to theirs and, of course, it's less black and white now and we do try and raise them differently but – You know, I was listening to something the other day where the discussion was about that boys are designed to be not repulsed. That's a strong word. But they are at a certain age. At a certain age. It is by design so that you don't have those Oedipal complexes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that they can love another woman if they are heteronormative and not feel weird about their mum's boobs. You know, like they sort of shouldn't find us They're supposed to grow up and away from us. Correct. Yeah. Whether we want to accept that or not, Mm. that is anatomically speaking Mm. that's how it is by design so I think because I'm forecasting that Mm. I indulge him more and I'm okay with that yeah speaking of gender a little bit of a pivot to another story so my mum was hanging out with Rafa as she does on her day with her and my mom took her on a little bit of a random trip down memory lane. Rafa's really into babies. So she's obsessed with asking for a younger sibling. And mm-hmm. the moment she's like, mommy, can we have another baby? Can we have another baby? And, and like, we've got one. It's Iggy Big Dog. It's, it's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But what I use as as an antidote to her cravings of a baby is I actually show her videos of herself as a baby and she loves it. Like, do your kids love watching? Love it. Like, we're all narcissists at heart, right? And my mum showed Rafa the gender reveal oh, of her. Oh, fun. Yeah, so, which is cool. I've That's ne- fun. That's I've never fun. done that. Yeah. And so mum was like, oh, this is when mummy and Danny found out what you were. And they popped this balloon. Do you want to watch it? And she played, you know, five, four, three, two, one, like pop and all this pink confetti. And, and mum goes, and that's you. You were having a girl. And how funny is mummy? She thought you were going to be a boy. And yes. she was wrong. And then Rafa goes, is there one for Iggy? And mum's like, there is one for Iggy. And look, let's watch this one for Iggy. You're oh. in it. And Rafa's in it. And she cries. <laughs> she does cry. Anyway, the balloon gets popped and my mum says to Rafa, and look, and it's blue and blah, blah, blah. And Rafa goes, I don't understand, Yai. Mm. Why is mine pink and why is Iggy's blue? Why mm. is pink for a girl and why is blue for a boy? Like, And she was being earnest. Like yeah, She yeah. was like, huh? I don't get it. I don't get it. Yeah. Like, why... What a relief. (laughs) And I just thought, yeah, I actually felt real relief. I felt odd feelings of pride. Yeah. That's weird. Like there's no need for that really. Because she is gender colorblind. Yeah. Yeah. I just found that really interesting. Like she was perplexed. She's like, okay, so why does everyone know that pink's a girl? Yeah. Were you telling everyone I had a labia? (laughs) (laughs) What was that about, mom? Isn't that fascinating? That is so funny. You've heard people say it's not a gender reveal party, it's a genital reveal party. Have yeah. you heard that? Yeah. We've talked about yeah, that on we the have, podcast. We have. 
Yeah, it's a oh, wow. How interesting. See, my kids, they know that the pink blue exists. Yes. But they also know that they should reject it. So it's like this double layer thing. Mm. But this is like a next level. Like, I don't get it. Yeah. Why is it pink and blue? I Explain love it. it to me. I love it. It's like so pure. And you know what else was lovely as well was Rafa's obsessed with weddings. So another video yeah. that my mum played to Rafa was snippets from my wedding. Oh. And she frothed, yeah. you know, like, mommy looks like a princess, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And now she's obsessed with marrying everyone. She's like, yay! You just want to marry her dad? 100%. He is yeah, yeah. numero uno yeah, yeah. on the list yeah. of people she Are you wants. You're like, hey, he's already married. Yeah, <laughs> to me. And then she gets really jealous and annoyed. And then we have an argument. It's fine. It's normal. It's healthy. But she said to my mum, after she, I think on this particular day, married EJ, my mm-hmm. stepdad, she's yeah. like, I married EJ. And then she goes to my mum, and yay, this time can I marry you? Because girls can marry girls too, you know? Yeah. And again, I just flooded with pride yeah. that this is her normal. Yeah, so good. It's not alien or foreign to her, the concept of girls marrying girls or boys marrying boys. Right. It's lovely. We're here. We've arrived. Thank God. Yeah, what oh, a relief. Well, not God. Thank Gaia <laughs> that we got here. Now, I need to bring something up with you. Yes. You, speaking of Rafa and Iggy, you went off to kindy. You had your Mother's Day breakfast last week. I did. It was so nice. Did you love it? I loved it so much. Gels, we rarely do this, but Gem started telling me something the other day and I was like, hold the goddamn phone. Don't talk to me any further. Save it for when we're on the mic because I just wanted to make her in front of some witnesses. Say it again. So let me set the scene for you, Deals. Jem's like, oh, we had Mother's Day breakfast. I'm like, how was it? Was it like funny? And she's like, it was so lovely. I loved it. Gosh, I really need to get up to kindy more. And I'm like, yeah, you do. You've got to go up and like see what's going on. She's like, Rafa was so proud to have me there. And she was showing me things like, yeah, yeah, they love it. When you come in, you can pick it up from here. Well, it was just really sweet because Rafa was like, here's the painting station and the Play-Doh and look at this house I made and there's a nail salon and a puppet show. And I, she was beaming. Yeah. And the reality is, is I've handballed quite a few drop-offs to our beautiful au pair, Sammy. And I was flooded with guilt, but I was also flooded with, I love this. Mm. I love her, this whole vibe. You know what? I'm going to spend more time at kindy. And it just so happened (laughs) that the kindy teachers were like, we're looking for more parents to come and help. To come and help. Yeah. And one of the teachers said to me, you know what, Gemma, it can be anything you want. And I was like, anything I want? What do you mean? And she's like, yeah, you could literally come for half an hour and read a book in group time. Yep. And the kids froth on it. Yep. And what does Gem say to me? She goes, Rev, so I know what I'm going to do. Go on. Tell the DLs what you are going to do at kindy. Well, I just said, I'm going to run a drama class. I'm going to run a drama class. I was like, Gemma, for fuck's sake. Why not? Why can't you do anything in a normal percentage? <laughs> this is just so my best friend. It's like, never goes to kindy. Yeah, the au pair can take her up. It's fine. Oh, I don't know. It's, it's a short day. Oh, it's school holiday hours. It's really annoying. Whatever. To drop her off, goes to kindy once. <laughs> They're like, we're looking for parent volunteers. Now, if anyone, and that's probably all of you bitches, <laughs> has ever volunteered at school or kindy, you know what it is. You drop in for half an hour, an hour. You help them read some books. You tidy up a little bit. You take some, what do they call them? Resources, which is just like empty ice cream <laughs> containers or whatever. I've done my box drop off yeah. and toilet paper roll 
drop off yeah, at and then craft. you fuck off out of there Jem's like so I'm gonna run a drama class yeah, and I'm like oh you're gonna run an online course for how to be four no you're gonna teach them how to do photography revs <laughs> shut up listen why do you have to make this a huge project for yourself just to add to your pile of burnout it doesn't feel like a huge project because oh, the idea doesn't now because you're in the idea stage <laughs> my favorite stage <laughs> oh, DLs something you need to know about me and revs <sighs> like we are oh, don't lump me in with this <laughs> no, no, no. excuse me i am totally lumping you in. revs and i froth on ideas yeah. like we're what's called in the theater world yes and people and yes and is a term that's used in people in improv circles you know those comedy nights we have improv where if you're doing an improv scene with someone you have to be a yes and because it's called blocking and you can't block someone because when you're improving live yeah like oh look we're out on the ocean and if you go no we're not we're in a car it doesn't it take doesn't, the scene anyway yeah, it doesn't go yeah. anywhere so you go look we're on the ocean yes and here comes a bus maybe we can jump on the boat yes and maybe we're running away from the shark you know yeah, that yeah. you can see how this it builts <laughs> it's a riveting bit of narrative <laughs> it is riveting oh, God. Well, you should really run a drama class <laughs> yes and <I> sure <laughs> now people who listen to the podcast this is <laughs> you're talking to them babe yep. you're talking to them sorry let me rephrase that ogdls okay yep. who have been hanging out with us since day dot they know that I've lived many lives. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, how? Many, who are you? What is this other? You would you did what in Thailand as a pop star? Yes. Who now? Yes, it's a bit like that. In one of my many lives, <laughs> I was an after-school drama teacher at Mariah College in the eastern suburbs, and uh, I can run a drama class. Yes. OGDLs will also know that we get to say August every single fucking year and it's like oh you know I just feel like I've maybe taken on a bit too much I've I've burnt the candle at both ends it's just you know it's fine once I get through this insert project name then it's gonna be fine I'm just feeling like I'm drowning a little bit you know like come on like what do I have to do to get you to just be a regular mom and all I'm thinking right now is, can I share my drama class idea? Oh my God. That's all I'm thinking. Can I riff it with you? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Just, okay. I'll indulge you. Fucking <laughs> idiot. I just, I just want to show you how minimal effort it is, and it's not going to be the thing that tips me into burnout. Okay. Sell it to me. I'm going to sell it to you. Yeah. I go into the class. <laughs> okay. I've got 20 kids. I'm fucked. You're already fucked. <laughs> no, I'm not fucked. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I've got 20 kids. Yeah. I tell them the story. So there's the story reading part of Three Little Pigs. Mm-hmm. And what I thought was great about it is there's easy lines for kids to learn. Little pig, little pig, let oh, me Oh, they have in. lines. Yes. But do they have to be off book by the time you arrive? 100%. <laughs> and they will be because I will drum that shit into them. <laughs> <laughs> Little pig, little pig, let me in. Not by the hair of the Virginia chin. And I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down, right? Mm -hmm. So then I tell them the story and then I split them into groups of four. (laughs) And then I let... Five groups of four. Yep. Let them decide... One of you needs to be a wolf. One of you needs to be the pig oh that builds God. a house of sticks. One so of you're my... assuming there's a Rafa in all five groups of four. No, it's amazing for them. And then I say, Jim. okay, you've got 15 minutes. 
to recreate it. You're going to rehearse it and then you're going to do a show. Wouldn't you love that? You'd love that when you were four and so will Rafa. And so would How you, Rebs. You, Come on. You know, I would too. I would too. I mean, we're all the same kind of people. <laughs> real show-offy types (laughs) what are the other four groups of five or whatever doing while Rafa's group is working this out you're floating around and just helping them I actually think it's really good for confidence building to get up on stage like learning to do public speaking it's part of curriculum in school revs how old were your Mariah College students kindy kindy Mm -hmm. were they yep oh I I taught like year nine I taught kindy (laughs) through to year 10 yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. But, okay. But could the kindies break off into groups and do independent work? They could. The only times where it got tricky was when they fought over certain roles. Yeah. So the, I want to be the I, little pig. I don't want to be the wolf. Yeah. I want to be the pig with the house with bricks. So yeah. I realize I'm going to have to navigate a bit of that. So yeah. I might just, what I might do mm. is on pieces of paper, oh God, it's turning into work. But I draw a pig with a straw house, a pig with a sticks house, a pig with a, on little bits of paper and a wolf. And then I put it in a hat and wait, each wait. of the teams <laughs> has to pull it out. And then I say, you get what you get and you don't get upset. Yeah, it sounds like a really chill morning for you, babe. <laughs> and you're gonna, just going to shoehorn this in between Zooms? How's it going to work? I don't know. When are you going to draw the pig for the hat? Do you know <laughs> Where what, are you getting the hat from? <laughs> do you know what the problem is? I've talked about my idea on the podcast. <laughs> and now you're done. <laughs> <laughs> idea satisfied. <Yeah>. Next. <laughs> I'm going to feel like I've lived it. <laughs> I've talked about it. And the next minute, Kindy are going to be like, hey, listen to the potty. When are you coming in to run <laughs> this, this drama, drama class? class? And I'm like, sorry, I don't have time. <laughs> I don't know if you know what the podcast is called. Well, we don't have time for this. Babe, like, there's just... Do you know what? No. No. I'm going to be your accountability partner. You're going to run this class so you can report back. This is going to be... Uh, guys, I want to go. This is going to be a shit show. Hey. It's not a fairy party by the birthday fairies where you've got eight friends and fairy sky, unless you're taking her along with you. No, no. I'm in. 20... Four-year-olds. Yeah, but the teachers will be there. Yeah. So I'll run it yeah. and they'll assist. Like I'll be like, hey. <laughs> you realise they're asking you to assist what they run? And you're like, no, no, no. But how about it? Guys, hear me out, hear me out. How about I run it and you assist? <laughs> she said I never saw it that way. <laughs> no, they'll assist me. You know the people who are educated to actually look after twenty-four-year-olds. They'll assist me. No. Photography teacher, podcaster. <laughs> they might appreciate someone else taking the reins <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> I'm dying. I need, I need to tap out. We Not are doing the hairs on your chinny chin chin, Rex, bitch. we've fucking lost it. We You've lost it? I'm fine. <laughs> I'm absolutely fine. You've lost it, mate. Okay, DLs. Oh, just, she goes to kindy once. <laughs> She's fucking running the place. Principal Pranita. <laughs> With her hat full of activities. You can take the rest of the F on. (laughs) I can't breathe. I'm laughing so much. We're delirious. You're delirious. I'm glad we've cleared this up because those poor educators were about to not know what hit them. 
I did think about making costumes. <laughs> and I was oh like, no, God. that's a step too far. Yeah, yeah. You need a couple more years of motherhood to beat you down, girlfriend. <laughs> you are the, too big for your puss in boots. <laughs> Please just, please just go up for half an hour and read a fucking reader with them. That's not enough for me. Okay, well, maybe, you know what? Let's just go hard the other way and stay away from those poor teachers. Stay away and let them do their job. This is like walking into a hospital and being like, I've heard you guys could use some help. It is not the same. If you just want to sterilize everything, I'll do all nah. the intubation. <laughs> Oh, Oh, Lordy May. DLs, it's been a big day, as you can tell. Revs and I have been diving so deep into our theatrical roots. We, I'm honestly, like, I'm so excited for you to see our promo for our live show because it is so choreographed. Look, I hope it looks so effortless that people are like, oh my God, that was like a fun... No, actually, I don't wish that they go, oh my God, that was just a fun little tidbit. No, I don't reckon we should do this. Okay. I love you. This is bad. Okay. Let the content be the content. I don't know where I'm going. I don't know where you're going with it either. I need to... Fucking, just let them experience it. I need to exit this episode stage right. You really do. Have you got a not spawn? <laughs> Okay. Oh, oh god every time we have loose episodes like mm. this i i always cast a thought to a newbie i know dl like first time listen chancing upon yep. our podcast yep. thinking, if there are people they'll stick around okay and thinking what the fuck what the is fuck? all the fuss <laughs> over this podcast because i'm not here for it i don't feel seen <laughs> i feel laughed at okay yep Hit me with your not spawn. Have I got a not spawn for you? You better. I'm feeling really enthusiastic about this one. Mascara <laughs> no, no. all over your face. <laughs> okay. First of all, it's free. Cozy lives friendly. Love it. It's a docu series. Oh, stay with me. Yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> right here with you, babe. Ed Sheeran's mm. new docu series. This is the thing now. Mm. They're not doing documentary movies no. or autobiographical films. Mm-hmm. It's all about the docuseries. Yes. Justin Bieber did one. It was called Seasons. Anyway, I watched them all. I am a diehard fan of autobiographical documentaries. Yep. Especially with musicians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they're a league unto themselves. Yeah, yeah. There's um, just so much mystery. But yes. into like, how? How do you come up with that? What? What's? Yes. Where did you get that talent? And Ed Sheeran's. I have to say, I haven't watched Lewis Capaldi's one yet. Mm. So don't at me if you're like, that is the greatest one of all time. But Ed Sheeran's. It's called the sum of it all. It is honestly the best one I have ever ever watched. Ooh. I do think a lot of artist-led documentary series generally speaking it's like a little bit of insight into me on tour and then you get like a song and then they they get a bit upset at some point about something but it's okay it all comes back the joe haku is always the same okay jim (laughs) so i'm in theater land no one knows what joe haku is okay beginning middle end i'm really sorry i'm unhinged today (laughs) joe haku another theatrical term look it up look at what (laughs) why would you whatever okay it's always the same Yep. But Ed Sheeran's is far deeper, far more personal. It is intensely raw. It mm. is achingly beautiful. And I think of all current pop stars, 
he owns the most mystery mm. because he shares nothing. He's not like, a rock and roll star. No. He's not like out there being a bad boy. And yet he is the most grounded and normal mm. and not normal mm. at the same time. Mm. But the hero for me is his wife. Oh. She is shrouded in mystery. Yeah. Like girlfriend is not anywhere yeah. on the internet. Maybe the odd photo of them together, but you know so little about mm. Cherry Sheeran. Actually, she goes by her own surname. She hasn't taken his surname, but you see the woman behind the artist cool. and she, I'm in love with her. Oh. I'm in love with her. I'm in love with them. It's Honestly, it's only four part and I was in floods of tears in the third episode. So moving, so beautiful. I'm in. in. You've sold me. Yeah. It's, yeah. I love music docos. Hard. You know, the a million hour long George Harrison one. I know it's like by Scorsese. It's like, that's what you're talking about. Like a little too verbose. It's amazing though. Yeah. Do you like the Beatles? Yeah. In that era. Mine not spawn. Is also a watch. Is that okay? But can I ask you to hit me with your not spawn first? <laughs> so seamless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god, a not spawn for you. Mm. Um, but first of all, where do we watch the Ed Sheeran? Oh, I will say it's on Disney Plus. Okay, okay. beg, borrow, steal an account. Yep. I don't care. You need to watch. Yeah, guys, it. use my login. Just um, Kate at no. <laughs> Mine is on Binge, so also a streamer. Fun. It is an Australian drama. It's in its second season. It's called Love Me. Have you watched it? Is that with Boyana Novakovic? Yes, and I've never seen her in anything before. Oh, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, she's incredible. The entire cast is amazing. Hugo Weaving is so beautiful. Heather Mitchell's in it. She's incredible. Okay, I have so much to say about it. I don't want to spoil anything, but it's basically centers around a family. Something happens in the first episode that sort of sets the tone up for their story. Mm-hmm. But there's like all the different members of the family and their loved ones. And it's just, it's set in Melbourne. And Melbourne is shot so beautifully, like really shows off Melbourne. The characters are at your people that you know. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like so Australian. Mm, and relatable. It's relatable. I mean, it's like upper middle class, um, like one's a doctor, you know, one's a lawyer, that kind of thing. But it's just like suburban Australian families done so well. And it's called Love Me because all the threads through all the stories is a, is about love, different kinds of love, like mm. sibling love, parent, child love, uh, romantic love. Beautiful. Like it's so well done. And Guys, if you like a good sex scene, like I know we flocked to Bridgerton for the bodice ripping, but these are some like beautifully done, elegant, not gratuitous, just like really well directed, really well performed sex scenes. So it's hot as well. Love it. The lead male love interest is sexy as fuck. And Boyana's sexy. She's gorgeous. Yeah. But like all the supporting, everything about it, it's like the perfect Australian drama series. And I watched season one, oh, I think like two years ago on my sister's recommendation and me and Americano are now watching season two together. It's a really good couple show to mm. watch together. But start at the beginning, enjoy it. Also like so much storyline about older characters where you don't just see them as the parents, they're people Love that. with their own stories and how that interweaves with the other characters. Oh, it's Amazing. Favorite Australian show in a long time. All right. I need to get binge. Yeah, I just need to. It's good stuff on binge. It's really good. Yeah. 
Well, good. We've got lots to watch now. Yes. Have you watched the new Bridgerton show? I Well, the show hasn't come out yet. It's not the next season of Bridgerton. It's a Bridgerton story. Oh. It's a new one. Yeah. I know. Where's that But it's that all Shonda streaming? Rhimes Netflix. It's all Shonda Rhimes. It's the same world and some of the same characters crossover, but it's like a prequel kind of thing. Love that. It looks great. Got to line that up for the weekend. Something about this season, cooler months, mm. snuggling up yep. indoors. I'm getting back into television. Totally. I'm really here for it. Yeah, me too. Love it. And thank you for all your feedback on last weekend's dnm we loved hearing your take on what we were talking about if your sex life is any kind of indication of the health of your relationship Mm. and we got really into the nitty-gritty of that yeah is your sex life a measure of success yeah and we discuss it in detail yeah a lot of detail anyway jump in the facebook group and join the chat if you haven't already or follow us on instagram and guys, if you are interested in our live shows or you're just a bit of pervy, a bit curious about what's going to be going down, you need to be in our email list. Yeah. That's where we will be doing first drops yep. of tickets. Now, people often ask, how do I get on there? If you go to our Instagram, mm-hmm. link in bio yep. to our website, we've got a link tree. Yep. And it's all there. It's all Everything there. is there for you. Click our link in bio. You can go to all our many different pages. You can get merch. You can look at show tickets. You can get on the email list, sign up for the Bestie Bulletin, go to the Facebook group, all the things. It's all there in our link in bio on our Instagram. Uh, yeah, we're going to let our email list know first about the tickets. We don't want to hear any complaints, okay? Yep. I didn't know they were on sale. I missed out. Don't do that to yourself. Go get on the list. <laughs> Okay? Don't let the good mums take all the tickets. It's going to be the t-shirts all over again. Yeah, wallet mums, come on. Come on, wallet mums. Get ready, get ready. This is your moment. One moment this year, this is it. I want to see you in the crowd. Guys, we hope that you have a lovely week ahead of you planned, whatever you're doing, whatever you're up to. And as always, we will be back in your ears bright and early with a cheeky bestie hotline. Ring, ring on Friday. Bye-bye. Bye. One of these days we'll have an outro to our podcast.